Hey, what's up, what the fuck fight fans? It is Salty with Malty Sir Made Entertainment. And once again, here to painfully admit that we are all beautifully flawed human beings. Meaning that, yes, you guessed it, there was a hiccup during recording and it recorded through the computer instead of all of our beautiful, wonderfully constructed equipment, which means, yes. The podcast is not going to be great quality. And we debated on whether redoing it, but we know it's not going to be organic. Furthermore, we're just going to lean into our mistakes and make you suffer with us because that's what friends do. They suffer together. So be mindful of your volume and thank you for the forgiveness in advance because I know you still love us and you're going to forgive us. And I'm done rambling. Enjoy this week's beautifully flawed episode. We love you. Best of luck to you. Thanks. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to What the Fuck Fights, brought to you by Salty Mermaid Entertainment. So I could jump this one with a bracing cord, and I jumped, and I didn't say anything, and I got relaxed, and then he said it, and I jumped. <laughs> There's a special kind of, like, therapist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how you get it done. Yeah. So, welcome to the show. I'm Jen Scott Pickett. I'm sitting here with... Chase Assault Pickett. And... Anonymous Adam. What the fuck is What the Fuck Bites? It is a fun competition to see which one of us can come up with the craziest stuff from the internet. In regular life, Chase is my partner, but on the show, he is my... Loser. Sometimes. Um, he's my appointment. He's my appointment. I am her appointment today. <laughs> he's my opponent. Each week, we have a new theme, and Anonymous Adam is both our referee and our judge. You're welcome. Now, your turn. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the weigh-in. This week's theme is Tragic Truths on Old School... Original Fairy Tales. Original Fairy... Yeah, why, did, why did you make... Why did you like you know, this? I had a difficult time. We all did trying to name this one. Because I, I felt like if we just said Original Fairy Tales, it wouldn't have much... But if you... Oops! When I say it again? No. Wouldn't have much... I don't think your oomph had enough oomph. Okay, I was just trying to say that most original fairy tales are more tragic, or at least freaky, and I was trying to find a way to convey that. So, tragic truths about original fairy tales, not the Disney version, basically. Right. Yeah. Not the censored version. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, in this week's theme, what do, uh, what do you have, uh, Jennifer? Okay, so I think it's pretty obvious that, of course, I would choose The Little Mermaid. So that one is the longest one I have because there's a lot of differences. Um, and then I have a few others. I, I was actually surprised a handful are really close to original, but they're not, I guess, stories that we tell as much as like, you know, Cinderella and Snow White and Beauty and Beast and stuff. However, I want to talk about um, Rapunzel because that one was a little surprising to me. Yeah, and I love the most recent version. Is it Pixar? Okay. Sorry, Disney, I think, combined for like a really, you know, Flynn Rider. I love this character. So, anyway, um, I want to oh, talk about. Yes, Tangled. I want to talk about um, that, and I want to talk about. Um, if we have time, I have a couple small ones like Hansel and Hansel. 
Hensel and Gretel, we don't remember any of that stuff. But I really want to talk about um, <laughs> the baby snatcher. <laughs> how how the original was actually better than the version we heard. Yeah. How? Just just like two slight changes that I'm like, why did we not include this? Cool. <laughs> so, anyway. Hey Chase, do you have things? I do not. What? But I'm <laughs> gonna find a way to make this work today. <laughs> Great. Yeah. You don't have things? Jin wins. <laughs> Jin the podcast. Wait, you deserve you... the belt. <laughs> Wait, did you bring anything? Yeah, you know, I'll figure it out. I got some stuff. <laughs> Wait, it out. Are you like on the internet right now? Yeah, you know. Oh my god. Got the, the Googly. Okay. The Safari? Hmm. The Chromes? Yep. I got all the I got all the apps running. Yep. Back background app refresh. You sound yeah. like me when I'm trying to also present when I do that Yeah, you know, I thought I'd I'd give it a, a yeah, go. Yeah, you both are a little different today. I'm Trying to fill this out. I'm tired. One thing, I'm talking without interruption and confused, so I keep interrupting myself. Keep staring at the camera that's not running. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going on today. Okay. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the main event. Woot woot! To my right in the responsibility corner, this man once ran into a burning building to save a lasagna mm. and a two liter of coke. He's coughing <laughs> yes. up smoke and then washing it all down. It's changed. The lasagna just happened to be there. And to my right, or to my left, in the cryptic crush corner, this woman adores the month of October. Fall the begins, Halloween is right around the corner. And most of all, it gives her an excuse to hunt her secret crush, the Mothman. <laughs> She's searching for almonds in all shapes and sizes. This is gin. Is, <laughs> I tried. You and were then slurring. I just really tried. Yeah. I'm uh, tired. The Mothman's got a fat booty. He he's does. Got, he's, he's, the he's statue. Uh, so we're not going to put it on the blog for you. So you can go Google <laughs> Mothman. You booty. should. And you can type in like thick Mothman booty. Mm -hmm. Safe search off. There is a statue. <laughs> it's the same place we were planning to go to the Mothman Festival, which makes sense. Yeah. Um, which got canceled this year. One of the sea that ass. Yeah. And um, I saw it. I think Adam, you sent it to me. It was on TikTok trending. And uh, yeah, it's worth looking at. So do that. Double Ooh. cheat up on uh, Thursday after <laughs> lunch. Yeah. What are you doing out here without this ass? Hella ass. <laughs> That's a TikTok trend. Yeah. I tried to jump in on Adam. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to start. So Great. Okay. Yeah. So, I'll be over here. Um, per usual, I have this tendency when I, especially when I'm excited about the um, particular topic of the week, I tend to go down like many rabbit holes and then I sometimes stray too far um, and I'll stay on topic as much as I should. But I still feel like that. Um, I should tell y'all some fun things I learned about. Listen, when I what I'm saying is I was looking for fairy tale stuff, right? And so I got some of the original. I have some of the original books, and somehow I just found out a lot of details about the Grimm brothers and their mom and their livelihood. Like I just, you know, that's not quite what we were going for, but I just learned a lot about Hans Christian Andersen and all these people. I'm gonna tell you some stuff, okay? Neat. Okay, so something that I thought about. I always thought it was really, um, you know, fucking weird that these stories that we're going to tell have such tragic and terrible things and that they were intended for children was confusing to me. So I would like to point out that the Grimm brothers were actually, actually, they're actually, they're actually scholars. And so when they didn't write these stories, which I never knew, 
I mean, I guess it makes sense, kind of like urban legends and stuff, they get passed around. So these are oral stories that they just collected and researched. And they are famous for it because when they collected it, they were very strict about keeping it as in the pure German original form as possible. Mm -hmm. And then when you got their books, they had like their notes and their breakdown. But they weren't like, oh, I'm making up stories for children. They were collecting old German history. And they actually had a lot of political motivation, which is crazy, which is, yeah, like I said, you can go down that path. But something that I thought was interesting and sad is in the introduction to the book I have, the Grimm's Complete Fairy Tales, it says that the realities of living in a world before modern medicine or agriculture, and where being poor meant more than having limited access to fresh produce, it meant not eating at all. Our ideas of protecting children are modern. In the past, children were seen as miniature adults who had to work for their keep as soon as they were able, and many didn't survive childhood. Three of the Grimm brothers' nine siblings died in infancy. To lead children into the forest to die because there's not enough to eat seems unthinkable to us in an age in which supermarkets are filled with food and state agencies take care of abandoned and neglected children. However, in a society with no strong central government, this was a scarily believable situation. It's no wonder that food and middle-class home comforts feature so heavily in many of the Grimm's tales. Sorry. <coughs> that was a lot. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and then I also want to throw this in there because this is a thing we've noticed that I've made many jokes about. But likewise, the wicked stepmother of yesteryear was a different breed from what we would find in today's blended family. Divorce was uncommon during the 19th century, but many women died young and in childbirth. So, given that labor was divided into men's work and women's work, widowed fathers had little choice but to marry quickly, remarry quickly. And they, and usually the women, resented the fact that they had the extra responsibility of children and blah, blah, blah. So, I always wondered why that was such a common trend, you know? And now we know. So... Great. Cool. Are you both sleeping now? Yes. Okay, for the two of you out there listening who message me and say, hey, you like when you throw random shit out there, you're welcome. Everybody else fell asleep. You didn't get it, girl. Girlfriend. <laughs> you go, girlfriend. Okay, this is the fun part. Are you ready? The Little Mermaid. So, Hans Christian Anderson Sorry. is the author. It's okay. And here's the thing about the original Little Mermaid. It is depressing, but it's so beautiful. Unlike some of these stories that are just fucking weird to me, it's still a very beautiful story. One might argue that it's more beautiful than the one that we are used to with Disney, okay? So, first of all, I'm going to point out that the Sea King that it references in the movie and in the book makes me laugh because think about this. We don't have a land king, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. we've got, like, different areas and presidents and kings, but, like, what if we just were, like, and then the land king, right? <laughs> you know, like, the ocean is bigger than all the fucking continents. I mean, the ever. ocean had the ocean king, I'm technically right. That's what I'm saying, but having one king for all the entire ocean is like, that's to me the more unreal. I guess because all the ocean connects, opposed to all the land does it, and they're like, okay, well, I guess we can separate the land. It, but we also don't have a world king, you know? Yes, we do. We do? Is it, it you? It's me. Okay, I knew it. <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> that's his uh, online name, his streaming name, <laughs> world, world king. king. <laughs> world king. Um, me. So, one of the first differences in the original story from the movie that we are used to is that the king's mother, um, there was a grandmother who had a very significant role in the story. And I don't know why they didn't include her in the movie, but they didn't. And she was basically um, way more of an influence than the other characters. And there was no talking crowd named Sebastian, unfortunately. Um, she also is a lobster. 
He's a crab. He's a crab. Sorry, I'm going to settle this. I I have my phone out. I would know. He's a crab. All right, well, is Sebastian (laughs) my son or... I just wanted to interrupt. (laughs) Oh, okay. And I couldn't figure out a way. Oh, okay. Oh, here's a little insert. Sebastian is one of Disney's most entertaining sidekicks, but over the years, the question of whether he's a crab or lobster has created needless confusion. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Adam. (laughs) Now, while some of Sebastian's features might resemble a lobster, he is definitely a crab. As stated in The Little Mermaid itself a few times. That's crazy. If you've been fucking paying attention. (laughs) (laughs) How can Disney be incorrect? Mm. It's it's wild. Um, What? It is. Okay. Uh, nope. <laughs> he's so, he's the uh, crab king. I'm going to um, recommend that everyone go read the story, but I'm going to give you the general layout. So there is a grandmother who is significant. There's only six daughters instead of like the many, many that are in the uh, movie. And the youngest, which is not named Ariel, by the way. I guess Disney named her. She doesn't have... She's just the little mermaid. She's the youngest. Her name is Sebastian. <laughs> They're like, why don't we just make that one a crab? She's a lobster. <laughs> she, um, She's a lobster. It says she was a very quiet child, and she was fascinated by the surface. But you know how in the movie where the king is like, you know, how dare you say away, blah, 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 blah. So actually in the story, it was tradition when the mermaids would get to about 15. I think it was 15. Yeah, 15, they were allowed to go to the surface for the first time. It was like their tradition. So Field trip. And yeah, and they would come back and tell about their experience. And then it became a thing that they were allowed to do whenever they wanted. But most mermaids, the fun kind of ran out after the first two weeks. Wait, that's kind of, um, isn't there, there's a, um, a little, like, Pixar movie that came out recently where the little boy. Oh, the man, uh, Luca? Luca, Luca. Yeah, yeah. And it's like they get older. You know, they start making... Well, um, I feel like their parent, his parents got mad, too. Yeah, but all parents are different, you know? Oh, okay. You know? Anyway, yeah, but much like that, I wonder about that, because his grandmother was the one that kind of pushed him to go, allow him to go to the surface. Yeah, she was like, go live your life. Yes. Your parents are crazy. Yeah. And then he was almost getting harpooned, and he was like, maybe they weren't so crazy. Well, people true. like harpooned. I haven't people. seen this movie, so this is very confusing oh, to me. okay. It's... Well, there's a, there is a, um, there's a main character named Luca... And we don't know whether he's a lobster or a crab. It doesn't call him a merman, but basically he's a merman. But not the way that we look. He looks like a fish with legs. A merman? Yeah, kind of. And, um, yeah, he wants to visit the land and his parents don't want him to. Isn't that, like, based in Italy? Yes. And unlike the Little Mermaid where she goes to um, the sea witch and gets, you know, a a potion so that she can have legs, they they just turn. They can be Yeah. When he hits land, he meets a... A, a bad influence friend. Yeah, do you know what's funny about this to me is I remember watching this with our eight-year-old, but I don't remember watching this with you and you being when we watched it. So did you just watch this by yourself? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best he part was of the preparing. day. Oh, okay. Okay. All right, back to what I was saying. So the grandmother lets each daughter go to the surface um, for tradition, but most of the mermaids, especially the first five daughters, they have fun. The airport where they see, oh, a ship, oh, I land in the sand, blah, blah, blah. They get bored, and they're done after two weeks. But not the little mermaid. She has been fascinated and waiting and waiting for her turn because she just knows that, like, she's going to love it. So she does study the surface as much as she can. She's finally allowed to go up. When she goes up, this is cute. 
the um, grandmother makes her wear all these like pearls and all this special cool stuff, and she's like pissed because she's like, oh, grandmother's dressing me like a dork, and it's too heavy, and I just want to go to the surface. The land animals are going to make fun of me. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, so anyway, she gets there, and similar to the cartoon, she um, sees a ship, and there is dancing, and the prince comes out, and she just thinks that he's beautiful and handsome, but she notices that like. The way he treats the crew and stuff. He's a very pleasant guy, blah, blah, blah. There is a storm, and she does save his life, and she brings him to the shore. I would also like to point this out, that a lot of people give Disney, um, not just Disney, but any kind of princess tale. They're like, oh, damsel in distress, and like we shouldn't celebrate princesses and blah, blah, The Little Mermaid, Ariel saves Eric. He doesn't save her. Like, she is the hero in the story, for the record. She's not just a damsel in distress. Are we agreed? Yeah. Yeah, she's cool. I remember them. Uh, <clears throat> So she saves him, and then she um, hears people coming to the shore or whatever. And so she runs and she hides under sea foam, because of course. Yeah. And um, apparently there's like, I always get this mixed up. Is it a convent? I always want to say coven, which is not quite the same, but okay. similar. Not even remotely. Convent <laughs> yes. is nuns, and a coven is witches, right? Yes. Okay. Pretty so opposite. One of the two, <laughs> they both wear like weird hats and like the color black. And there's women. Okay, I feel like they have a lot in common. And they both play in Halloween movies a lot. And they all worship one guy. Exactly. Yeah. See? I mean, one guy. Yeah, yeah so anyway. guys. So, there um, are a bunch of women from the... This is like a school. So these young girls come, and one of them in particular sees him and helps him and blah, blah, blah. Well, unlike the movie, she doesn't fall in love instantly. She's like becomes a stalker, and she swings up to the thing, and she's like so desperate to see him. And she can't get him out of her head, and so one of her sisters finds out, um, and they spread word through the land, not the land, the ocean, and they find out more details about him, and they all, like, conspire to help her get in contact with him. So they do. And she finds a way to his, like, room or some shit. So she falls in love with him, and it is over. She comes back down. She talks to her grandmother about it. And her grandmother says, here's the thing. Mermaids get to live 300 years, which is great. And we have to enjoy those years, because once we die, we're seafoam, and that's it. Oh. So she was hiding under dead relatives earlier. Yes, yes. Hiding <laughs> under yes. her, her papa. And then um, she says, but humans, they don't live as long as we do, but they have immortal souls. So when they die, they get to go on to, like, a greater thing. And Carol's like, well, this sucks. And You're like, insignificant, and you will die and be in seafoam one day. Yes, exactly. She's like, so there's no way. She's like, well, there's got to be a way for us to be together. What can I do? She said, well, there is a way, but it's very, very difficult. And basically, you have to make a human man fall in love with you to the point where he would be willing to forsake mother and father, which is basically a way of saying he wants to marry you um, and all this stuff. So he basically has to fall in love with you and marry you. It's a talk his parents and to letting him marry a fish. Okay, look, I love this fish. <laughs> and if he loves you uh, more than his other families, uh, more than his other family members, and is willing to commit to you, then he can share his immortal soul with you and you can be together on land and for eternity. So that's cool. She's like, all right, let's do it. It sounds and like she, some shit she made up on the spot. She <laughs> says, uh, too risky. And no, you can't do it. <clears throat> well, the mermaid decides it. Uh, and so the grandmother tries to distract her. They throw parties. They're like, oh, look how great it is under the water. <laughs> under the sea. Exactly. Look how great it is under the sea. <laughs> you know, all the other mermaids are like, oh, we've been up there. It really is better down here. Yeah. It is better there. down here where it's wetter. Yeah. It's, so, it's like, wow, how did this come together? <laughs> okay, let me, let me get to the good part. That sounds so, really familiar. Yeah. She goes to the sea witch, and um, 
the description of the sea witch is pretty fucking hilarious. And <laughs> it's like sea cow. <laughs> well, yeah. So that alone is worth the, the reading. The waiting. The way she laughs was disgusting, and a frog fell out of her bosom. <laughs> she lost a, a frog fell out of her. <laughs> well, she was letting the frog eat from her mouth when the princess showed up or some shit. So it's her pet. Yeah, and then she, she dropped, dropped it, it, and then she laughed disgustingly, and it popped out or some shit. I don't know. Anyway, so she goes... Imagery. Yeah, so she goes to the Sea Witch, and this is where it gets fucked up. And here's what's oh, weird. This is where it gets fucked up. Yeah. No, for real, it gets Great. fucked up. So I took screenshots, but for some reason, my notes aren't loading, so I'm going to have to remember this from... Yeah, my, my notes aren't loading either whenever <laughs> later on my turn comes. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> okay. Chase is just going to talk about random shit. Uh, yeah, I was like, that's, I'm gonna, that's not even I'm going to say, name your favorite Disney fairy tale, and I'll tell you the truth. Okay. I'll hit you with some truths. You just want to make it up, aren't you? Okay, so basically, she says, hey, I will do it. When she first comes in, she's like, I know what you're here for, and you're stupid. That's what she said. She's like, you're pretty, but you're stupid. And she's like, I'm going to tell you why. So I, she nailed it. Yeah. Have you met my frog? <laughs> yeah. 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 But even though, like, Ursula is like, haha, she's trying to, like, manipulate her for her own gain. That's not what happens with the sea witch. She's like, I can do it, but let me tell you what it's going to cost and how stupid you are. Um, she says that um, to give you legs, you're going to be in pain because it's not your natural form. And the chances of it lasting, of you making him fall in love with you, is not, you're basically going to waste your 300 years here that you could be enjoying life because it's probably not going to work and you're going to be in pain and you have to pay me. So it's going to be giving up a lot, you know. So she says, I don't care, I'm going to do it because she couldn't get him out of her head. So you know how in the movie she steals her voice? Yeah. Yeah, she cuts her tongue off. Oh. Oh. Yeah, so there is no getting it back, you know what I mean? There is no, like, necklace or anything. Um, and then when she um, wakes up, it's like a sword basically divides the tail so she's in pain because the tail is split into two parts and then turns into legs. And then every step she takes is like stepping on knives. For the rest of her existence, she will be in pain just from walking. So she gets a wheelchair like Merle. <laughs> right. And she scoots around. So she gets washed up on, she gets her the potion. She washes up on shore. She's so happy that she has her legs. Um, and she, of course, chooses to go near the castle. They find her. The um, prince is really excited to find her, and but realizes that she can't talk. She can't be who he thought. You know, um, He doesn't know what happened to the girl who saved him, but he's obsessed with her, and that's all he talks about is trying to find her. She decides that as long as she can be close to him, she's happy, and also that surely, eventually, he'll fall for her. Um, so he takes her. Oh, this is so fucking weird. I guess it's normal for the time, but he takes her as basically like his little pet. And they're like, mm-hmm. you have the honor. He adores you so much that we're going to put a pillow in front of his bedroom door and you get to sleep there. <laughs> Dope. Yeah. <laughs> Which is very much like... Yeah, door that, pillow. That's, yeah. <laughs> that Finally, I've achieved my the, dreams. The dinner party um, scene where he's, when Michael Scott's sleeping at the end of the movie. Yeah. That's what it made me think of. Um, so she, also it mentioned that very casually, like, oh, and then the, the slaves... Sing, and she wished that she could sing, but um, she knew that her voice was prettier than any of these slaves. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nope, nope. Not as good without the she, tongue. She can't sing, so she dances to impress him, and it works, and she gets her little door pillow, and basically he, and it's weird because you're reading it, and he's like, oh, and he pats her on the head, and he takes her where he goes, and like, he kisses her, and he like, loves on her, but you can tell it's more like a little sister, or a girl. Gross. He puts yeah. her in, I don't like it anymore. <laughs> puts yeah. her in a kennel. <laughs> so, 
she spends a lot of time with him, and he does, like, get attached to her, but not in the romantic way that she loves him. Keep in mind, like, she's 15, you know, when this happens. She's 16 at best at this point, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so maybe he actually does look at there's, her like a little sister. Right, so there's one other <laughs> Come over here, you rascal. You can sleep, oh, sleep at, the, at the door. I forgot to mention this. With the spell, it wasn't, this is what the, the witch told her. This is why it was so risky. If you don't, if he doesn't fall in love with you, and he marries someone else. He falls in love with somebody else. Then the morning after his wedding, you turn to sea foam. Oh, shit. Yeah, so, so you could you be wasting your 300 years. So the other thing that's different about this, you know, in the movie, she keeps it a secret from her dad and stuff. So in this case, the sisters swim up to the shore regularly, and they keep in contact with her, and they're upset. They talk to the sea witch, and they're all, like, upset that she did this, right? So anyway, he, um, at some point is contemplating marrying her. He told her that because he said his parents kept put pressuring him to get married and that he doesn't have feelings for any of them. The only person he cares about is he can't get that girl who saved him out of his head um, and that if he can't find her that he might as well marry the little mermaid because at least he likes her. So she's like, okay, solid. Well, there is an arrangement made where he has to visit a neighboring princess. And she's not worried because she's like, fuck this. I know that he won't fall for her. I'm not worried. She goes with him, have like a little tag along. What are you laughing about? Okay. <laughs> anyway, so she gets there and she hears a rumor that the princess has not, he's never met her before because she's been away um, for schooling. And guess where she was getting her schooling? And school? At the convent. At the convent. At the so convent. the woman that he thinks saved her, saved him, which just happened to come across him in the short, is the princess. Mm. So he's like, oh my God, dreams come true. And the little mermaid is so sweet because she's like, she was beautiful and pure-hearted and kind. And she couldn't even hate the woman that he fell in love with. And I am all but seafood. <laughs> right. So she, like, literally is the one who carries the um, the veil and the train for the wedding, knowing that she's about to die. This because like, she was so in love with him. Little mermaid is a simp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's simping hard. Listen, shut up. <laughs> Listen. So, um, the wedding happens, and of course she thinks, you know, this is my last chance to see him. I'm glad that they're both happy, but I know my time has ended. Her sisters pop up, and they're like, yo. And she's like, why are you bald? (laughs) They're like, we gave our hair to the sea witch. And the sea witch, in exchange for our hair, gave us this knife. And if you stab him while he sleeps, then you can continue to live for your 300 years or whatever. And so she takes the knife. She goes into the place where they're sleeping, and she looks at him, and she flings the knife, and she's like, I can't do it. I can't kill him. And so the next morning, she knows that she's about to die. She jumps into the ocean, expecting to turn to sea foam, but something magic happens. She, turns, she goes bald. She turns into a whale, what they call a daughter of <laughs> the air. And basically, they were like, oh, you're such a good sacrificing person. You're basically in limbo. So... You're not going to turn to sea foam, but you don't have an immortal soul yet. But if you... What do you mean yet? Because if you continue to spend the next 300 years uh, being, as you have been, the short time, a good person doing good deeds, then you eventually earn an immortal soul. And I thought, well, that's pretty and also a little weird, but here's the best part. Are you ready? This is the very ending. And I was like, ah, this is why they did that little asshole. This is why uh, Hans Christian Anderson wrote it this way. Are you ready? After 300 years, thus shall we float into the kingdom of heaven said the, this is the girl who was telling her what's going on. And we may even get there sooner, whispered one of her companions. Unseen, we can enter the houses of men where there are children. And for every day in which we find a good child who is the joy of his parents and deserves their love, our time 
probation is shortened. The child does not know, but we fly through the room and we smile with joy at his good conduct because then we can count one year less for our 300 years. But when we see a naughty child, we shed tears of sorrow for every tear a day is added to our time of trial. So basically, kids, every time that you're not good, some lovesick mermaid can't get into heaven is basically what they're saying. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that doesn't sound like control at all. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, you're all a bunch of dicks. <laughs> yeah. So before I turn it over, I have one thing that is significant um, that I had heard before, but I looked into it and it seems pretty true. So the guy who wrote it, the Danish author, Hans Christian Andersen, who also, by the way, wrote um, The Ugly Duckling and stuff like that, he supposedly died a virgin who was gay and in love. And they know this because of letters and things that they... Because this is the guy who lived during Charles Dickens' time, so we yeah. have pretty good records about him. So apparently he was in love with this one friend in particular and would write him letters. And some of the letters he never sent were like a journal and then some of it like he actually confessed to the guy. But because he was gay and the guy was not and the guy was marrying another woman, he wrote the story as a mermaid being like never being able to be a part of that world no matter how hard he tried, but he continued to love. So that was kind of like the tragic truth behind that one. Well, well it's better. Yeah. Now where it's better. <laughs> I thought that was very responsive. Giggity. When I first read that, I was like, oh. Me too. We're just stupid. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. I can I can attribute that to myself. Chase, do you have a story? Well, What's yeah. up on the time? Is this <laughs> is this just the Jennifer podcast? Basically. <laughs> so I knew the Little Mermaid story. Oh, did oh. you? Yeah, because you already told it to me a million <laughs> fucking times. So Adam was the only one to be surprised here, and the listening audience, which I'm sure they got. So he was a lobster. <laughs> And I'm here to say he was a lobster and he tasted like candy. Sweet. Um, All right. So moving on. um, I don't think. I I just like summed up my research. So it probably won't be as long as that. You were scrolling while I was saying it. No, no. I was taking notes (laughs) of your story. Okay. I was like, oh, I forgot. I didn't remember that. I thought she turned into a seahorse. I I had to change my my notes so I could always remember the story. Okay. All right. So. Cinderella. Cinderella. More like Cinderella. But <laughs> 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 this is a great start, right? Yeah. I can't wait. You know, one thing I did notice because I did research this this stuff. Um, like they're all bad. They're all really bad. <laughs> yeah. They're all very gruesome and yeah. bad. And it's interesting how they found these fairy tales. And they were able to capitalize on them by making them good. Mm-hmm. I mean, Disney made a profit off taking terrible stories from a long time ago and just being like, all right, how about we just leave this shit out <laughs> yeah. and we make it cool yeah. and it all fucking works. Yeah. Plagiarism. You know, <laughs> kind of, that's kind of like No, kind and of you is. know why it's not? It's because it's considered public domain because yeah. there's no one attributed author. It's definitely uh, not. I didn't know if it had like a year, like a time span attached to it, like in music. Um, it's like a rolling scale that once it's X amount of years old, yeah. then it's free. It's free public. I, I read a lot about like the oral tradition, and like I even read that Cinderella went back as far as like um, ancient Egypt. I'd be happy to tell you about Cinderella. You should. And how far back it goes, and you know, and for what for what it's worth, um, it could go back that far. Um, or some variation. That was yeah, it doesn't say Egypt where I'm at, but yeah. it could. Yeah, I'm sure it could. There's like different variations of stories over time. Um, so 
Cinderella can be traced back as far as, I guess, maybe Egypt, but I know for sure China, based on what I'm writing. Okay. Um, now, China's been around for some time, yes. but this is in the 9th century A.D. Okay. Now, that paints a little perspective for mm -hmm. you on the early times, early, early. But the Western world first met uh, this beloved beauty around 1634 um, when it appeared in a different tale that was written by an Italian writer. Um, now, you can imagine with like four centuries since that time when it first came to the Western world and everything that happened that over time that a lot of things are going to be changed and different stories are going to develop from the same story, which I think is what's hard about the research because you find, I found, I'd find like five different versions of the same story. Right. You know, and I'm like, yeah. well, I don't know which one's fucking real. Yeah. You know, like, how are you supposed to know which is the right yeah, one? Yeah, that's why the group brothers <clears throat> were um, hailed as and celebrated. It wasn't because they wrote the stories, but because they went through all the work of finding out what's the real story. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, um, as you can imagine, over time, there were things that were either left out or changed. Like skipping all over, you know, especially with Cinderella. What do we know Cinderella for, Adam? Uh, What's your mice. One? Okay, mice. That's a good one. Jen? Um, a shoe. A shoe. That's a good. Shoe. Right. So she's less known for what? Oh, murder? Oh, <laughs> mutilation? Oh, oh, I haven't heard of these things, have we? Because they decided that it was not good for us to know about. But... There are past stories that include these things. So in the earlier one, um, the first one of the first ones that came out was called The Cat Cinderella. <laughs> I know. She was a feisty little minx. Mm, yeah. Cinderella. <laughs> Again? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Cinderella's father. Now, he was indeed a widow who remarried. But what modern adaptations don't tell us is that she, Cinderella, in fact, snaps the neck of her stepmother with a lid of a dressing trunk. Good. Ew, for real? Yeah, and then they said that the governess told her to do it, but still, Wait. she's a cold-blooded murderer. Wait, is this like at the beginning? Or yeah, like earlier, before you knew how great she was with her fucking singing oh little rat farm. <laughs> <laughs> fucking sewing her dresses and shit. Before that, oh before that, she didn't like the, pe the person that her dad was married and decided <laughs> to kill the bitch. <laughs> She took a dressing trunk and snapped this lady's neck. I really hope she bursted into song after. <laughs> yeah, totally now the conniving little governess, remember that was like, she killed this bitch. Oh, she remarries. She remarries. She remarries the father. Oh my god. Um, and then, uh, wait, let's see. Governess then marries Cinderella's father and then widowed for a second time, um, and then banishes Cinderella to the kitchen. Be like, sorry, bitch. Wait. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Damn. Well, where did the stepsisters come from? Do what? Where did the stepsisters come from? Well, that's they come into the story from uh, uh, some lady, I'm sure. Okay. So, so, but still, this is one of the earlier stories. Cinderella is indeed. Now, some of the stuff is still the same. Like, Cinderella was granted a wish. And she does attend a grand feast dressed as royalty. Um, they even said in some of the stories that, like, this wasn't, like, a one-night event. This was, like, a three-night event where mm -hmm. they fucking partied into the fucking morning and the night. Getting fucking litty. She's a fraud. Yeah. And she does also lose a slipper. But one thing that was changed in the most recent was it wasn't a glass slipper. It was a fur slipper. It was made of fur. You know that. <laughs> it's a furry little slipper. slipper. I saw some meme about boots with a fur. Or yeah. Something. It, it reminds me of, like, the little monster feet at Walmart. Yeah. You get, like, little, little slippers, like, just a little yes. barefoot. Yes. Yeah. So she got a little, she lost her bare feet um, when she turned into a little peasant, <laughs> I guess. A little walrus foot fell off. 
Um, now, the lost slipper that fits Cinderella's foot, um, apparently, and you know, again, some of it's still true. They found her and they're like, is this your fucking monster foot? She's like, it fits, doesn't it, bitch? And they were like, you're going to marry me. And the little murderer lives happily ever after. Um, <laughs> but in earlier versions, like Scotland's, like Scotland had its own version. It was called Russian Koti. Okay. That sounds German. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, this guy moved. Oh. So he was... <laughs> He was in, okay. he was there in early age, and then you know he like went to Germany at five or something. Um, Cinderella's in the older version. Cinderella's stepmother was so determined because you remember in the new one where they're like trying to make the slipper fit the step. Yes. Like, get that fucking get those pigs in that fucking yeah. and you make it fit right. Um, and the, some of the earlier versions, the stepmother was so determined to make the glass slipper fit. So they cut to it off. That they would fit into royalty, that she cut off pieces of her daughter's feet so they might Ugh. fit into the lost slipper. <laughs> and I was like, As if I was, I was trying to, now I was trying to like play this in my mind. I'm like, so does he come over and he's like, bitch, your foot is too fat for this. <laughs> and then, and then like leaves and the mom's like, all right, we have to do something, like cut off some fucking toes and call them back over. Cause they, surely to God, you know, if he like showed up, he's like, ah, does this fit your foot? And mom's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, grab the machete. Yeah, how did she, like, I, we have to go to the other room to try it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? It wraps the feet. Like, why are their feet bleeding? Do you know what I was just thinking of? You said that the earliest version you know of is from China. And yeah. I'm not culturally educated as I should be. That's good to hear you say that. Isn't, wasn't there an ancient tradition about uh, wrapping the feet, making them extra tiny? Ah, uh, yeah, that is, that so is. So I wonder if so, that is why the slippers, because I thought it was weird that it was so important to have a dainty foot, and that was like, no one can fit this tiny shoe. So, like, maybe that's why that was a significant element. Yeah, I mean, there's so many weird, like, here, here's another little variation. So in the Grimm Brothers 18th century adaptation, mm-hmm. um, the sisters mutilate their own feet, and then the songbirds peck out their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Like, they're in the middle of the song. Cinderella! Really? <laughs> <laughs> Get I mean, the fucking eyes! <laughs> honestly, what they should do is do like, a Halloween version and like do the version. Like that. Would be uh, oh my god! It would not be very well received. Well, maybe not Disney. Maybe some other. Well, no, yeah. Fucking Disney. Fuck Disney. So, <laughs> well, the night. So in this version, the 1950 Cinderella version, they did an adaptation of a 19 of a 1697. Adaptation and then removed all the vulgarities yeah. and and the murder and, and yeah. the fucking pumpkin coach and all the other bullshit. Yeah, uh, you know they're like, well, let's take it out where she fucking kills that one bitch and the yeah. birds pick their eyes and you know it's everyone keeps their toes. <laughs> yeah, everyone keeps their fucking toes. Yay. Yeah, we lose and uh, toes in this house. Yep, yeah, and they lose in the boots and the furs. <laughs> they get low, low, low for the rest of their lives. And right. that's uh, Cinderella. 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 Yeah. All right. I want to talk about Rapunzel and the fact that her parents sold her for a salad. <laughs> <laughs> what a bunch you of fucking morons are worth a salad. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I kept reading this. But one. my hair is magical. Salad. <laughs> I, salad. Did you not fucking hear me? Salad. It gets worse. I kept reading it. And the thing is, the whole story is only like three pages. And I was like, what am I missing? Because I feel like there's so many gaps in this story. And that's my biggest complaint with a lot of these uh, fairy tales. When you're reading them, you're like, they're so straightforward and casual. They're like, 
you know, here, she wanted leaves, and then she gave her her daughter. Like, wait, what? Where's the rest? But in this case, the other part that makes it so confusing is it starts out with, once was a couple who desperately wanted a child. And the salad. Right, and the, but the mother, the woman was with child finally, and she was so happy, but her neighbor had such beautiful plants, and she kept looking up the window, like, only I could eat some of it. It was a particular plant, Ranthian. Does that make sense? Ranthian? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there, Ranthian salad. There was a, a plant that she just thought looked so good. And her husband was like, why do you keep staring out the window? And she's like, oh, I feel like I will die if I cannot have that leaf. And he's like, that's okay, I'll sneak it. So he goes over and he sneaks the salad, and she... Thinks that it is so delicious. But then, instead of being, like, satisfied, now she wants it five times more. And she's like, I need more. <laughs> There's a reason the, 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 uh, that these the stories are forgotten. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. And I'm like, was she pregnant and craving something? Was that, like, the equivalent of, like, going to McDonald's at 3 a.m.? Like, what's happening here, right? So, basically, it says that the husband was, like, so desperate because he couldn't get any sleep because she wouldn't shut up about how much she wanted the plants. <laughs> That he decided one more time he would sneak more. So he's over there, and this time he gets caught. And apparently the person whose um, vegetables they were stealing was uh, an enchantress, which I guess is like the equivalent of a witch. Sure. And that is dumb. <laughs> sure. You shouldn't be stealing from your neighbors. No, she's a crab. She's a lobster. <laughs> she's a lobster. Um, so anyway, she's like, well, how rude of you to be stealing from me. And he panicked, and so she was like, well, you have to pay. And he was like, well, what do you want? And she was like, I want your child. And he was like, okay. A child for salad? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, is this like an on, like, buffet? Does it come with <laughs> Hidden Valley? It does. <laughs> and so... Take that, anyway, Take her. <laughs> so they do this build-up about how much the mom really wanted the salad, and then they just are like, okay, and then she was born, and they gave her to the witch. And I'm like, okay. That's the end of that. They wanted a child so bad, and they... Did it? I guess they just went with it. They named the child Caesar. Yes, yes naturally. The yeah. thing that was also confusing to me is like, okay, so I thought, well, the witch is not the bad guy here because they, yeah. she was the victim. Yeah, she's right. just collecting kids. She's got Caesar, probably got another kid from another kingdom <laughs> called it Crouton. <laughs> she's just going through. But then the next sentence was like, and then when the child was 12, she put her in a tower. And I'm like, why? Like, there's no reason. She's like, she was beautiful. She was 12, but she put her in a tower. <laughs> like, but You're going to stay here forever. <laughs> it was so confusing. Miss Salad. So, you can yeah. come down when you can climb down by your own hair. Right. And so, Fuck. And that's the other element that I found quite disturbing. <laughs> Wait, I totally forgot this is about fucking Rapunzel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is Rapunzel. So you thought she was just randomly talking about hair. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so... The other part that is disturbing is I thought, okay, so she put her in this tower for no reason that we know of when she was 12. And so this poor girl had to be there for a long time. But no, the prince is there within a year. So I'm like, so the prince is going for a 13-year-old, yeah. a 12-year-old? Oh, okay, that's fine. Sounds like one of these stories. Yeah, so, which people were getting married. And to be fair, you know, 12 or 13, that was common. So cool. Anyway, so the damsel, not damsel, the... Um, Damn! <laughs> the enchantress, you know, told her, like, use your braids, and I'll be the lad, you know, whatever. So this prince hears singing in the forest, and is actually, like, drawn to it, and he <laughs> waits around, because he sees this tower, but doesn't see any way to get up there. And if forest. I were singing in the forest, I would run. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, it's beautiful singing, so shut up. Um, anyway, he sees the enchantress climbing up the hair, so he's like, oh, that's the trick. So I guess Rapunzel being stupid. The next time that there's a voice, a male voice, Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down your hair, she just fucking does it. And so he's like, aha, climbs up the hair. 
and they apparently do this in secret for a long time. Gross. Right? Right? And you think, oh, well, maybe they're just playing checkers. Maybe they're not. <laughs> All I know is that the idiot that is Rapunzel, he says, give me time. I don't remember. They have they, they hatch a plan where he's going to help her escape. Oh, this is what he was doing. He, okay, I don't understand why he didn't just fucking bring a rope ladder, but instead... The plan I don't was, know if there was rope ladders just yeah, laying around. Well, listen, every week, listen, this is what they're, they're carrying on this little adventure for like every day for a long time. And because the plan was he was supposed to bring her like a spool of yarn or a, some kind of rope, whatever. And she was secretly weaving a ladder for herself because she could help him get up and down, but she couldn't. So I'm like, why didn't he just bring her a fucking ladder instead of week by week bringing her something for her to hide a ladder? Anyway. But her stupid ass, her stepmom, adoptive mom, whatever, the witch shows up and she's just casually, she's like, why is it that you're smaller than him, but you're so much heavier when it comes to lifting y'all up? And she's like, who are you talking about? She's like, fuck, I wasn't supposed to tell you I've been secretly fucking around with a prince. So that's how she got caught. She just casually was like, why is he so much heavier than you and yet you're harder to lift up? So (laughs) that's how she gets caught. Rapunzel's really fucking stupid. Which is why I go back to the fact that she's 12. Okay, so 13 at best. So, of course, the witch is pissed, and she chops off her hair, and she banishes her to the desert. Because naturally. Because there's deserts nearby. When she hides in the tower, and I don't know how this worked either, because it says she hides in the tower, and then when the prince showed up, she was like, ha ha, catch you. But if there was no one there, how did they get down and up the tower? Magic. Okay, cool. Anyway, he is so blindsided that she actually blinds him by throwing him into thorns that pierce his eyes. And now he's so lovesick that he just stumbles around. Imagine and falling face first, <laughs> open-eyed into thorns, and then right. I'm blind forever. <laughs> right, right. So it gets better, though, because there's a happy ending, sort of. I can't imagine how that could be. Oh. So he roamed in misery for years. <laughs> But then one day, he stumbles into the desert, and guess who he finds? He stumbles into the desert. (laughs) I'm in a desert. (laughs) Rapunzel. Oh. But not just Rapunzel. Her twins that she gave birth to, because they were not playing checkers. (laughs) How did they survive in the desert? She cries tears of joy, and those tears magically make him unblind. (laughs) So... So lucky. <laughs> this story was written by a fucking 12-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> so they live happily ever after. Yep. Well, that was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have so many questions. Like, you're all these years in the desert, and it doesn't occur to you to, like, I don't know, go seek out your prince. You know, they're both just stumbling along to like, casually find each other. And also, like, women died in childbirth all the time, but this 13-year-old gave birth to twins in the desert. Marco! <laughs> right. Rapunzel! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so happy ending. Top that by all means. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Sleeping beauty. More like sleeping booty. Bam, 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 bam. Get ready for the next story. <laughs> I feel. <laughs> All right, so. I don't like where this is going. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Please don't tell me this is about rape. Bam, 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 bam. So, of course it is. This. If Disney made a movie out of it, it's actually from something terrible. Oh, I mean, no, to be oh. fair. At least Rapunzel People put penises in your castle, Little Mermaid. Remember the old Disney cover? That's yeah, true. true. I've seen it. I've seen the wieners. I've got them in the garage. <laughs> okay. Like I got fired. Yeah. <laughs> 
a lot of weird shit like that. Yeah. They're like, how can we still make it weird? Yeah. We're taking all the good stuff out. Can we still make it weird? Yeah. Um, so, I, who knows the story of Sleeping Beauty? Anybody? There's a dragon. Mm. I You're know of Shrek. a version, but I don't <laughs> know different. that I know the version that you seem to be about. No, no, no. Be like, the one we're all familiar with. Yeah, she gives some context sleep, here. And then she doesn't wake up. Yeah, because the witch... Was not invited, right. or so, the witch was not invited, or not a witch, but the somebody special with witchcraft abilities was not invited, and she got mad and she cursed her. Some fragile ego bitch. I, I, I know a couple things about the original, but I don't want to spoil your fun. No, no, no. Oh, about the about the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so the original obviously was uh, a little bit different, and then it came out around um, this version that I'm about to let you know about came out around the same time as. Uh-oh, you guessed it, Adam. The cat Cinderella. Right. Oh, right? Yeah. It's your favorite story. Who? Um, back in 1634 when you were another in another life. Um, so it begins much the same sort of as the animated Disney adaptation, which, you know, the one that we know is in mm-hmm. 1959, um, but obviously different. So upon birth, Princess, this was from the original. The original was called Sun, Moon, and Talia. Oh. Yeah, so she had a name. She just wasn't a beauty, a little yeah, fox. Yeah, and Disney, I think her name is Aurora. <clears throat> Aurora, that's yeah. exactly right. Good call, Jen. Thanks. You know your Disney princesses. <laughs> um, so upon birth, Princess Talia is cursed with the threat of a splinter, and when grown, <laughs> yeah, not oh no, not a splinter, she and if she and when grown is pricked and falls into pricked. an eternal slumber. Wait a minute. Yeah, she's pricked by the fucking <laughs> splinter. It does a little splinter and harder. Sounds like a tiny penis. <laughs> so this this happens as you know to the king's daughter. The, yeah. Whenever she goes into her slumber, or essentially to them, she's basically dead. Yeah. They're like they're they're distraught. He's very distraught. He um, he has her laid out in on this long velvet chase lounge, <laughs> um, and she's there for a while. He can't take it. He's like, "Fuck this shit! Mm-hmm. I can't be here anymore." So he fucking abandons the castle. The king? Yeah, everybody. Why doesn't he just ship her out? He, I know. Put her on a <laughs> on a on a fucking canoe. You know, <laughs> send her down the river, Moses just style. Her own room, Jesus. Uh, yeah, and there's so many cool things he could have done with her. <laughs> yes. And instead, <laughs> wait. <laughs> instead, he's like, "Fuck this! We'll let her keep the castle, oh and God. we'll all leave." And that's what he does. He fucking leaves her on the velvet chase lounge. Oh. And and that's it. So that's. Where this picks up. So, yeah. As you can all... And a bunch of perverts in the woods are like, oh my god, a woman who... So... <laughs> um, so everyone knows that in the in the other version, like, you know, she's awoken by true love's kiss. You know? Blah, right. blah, 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 which is great. Um, so, whenever people started hearing that the king abandoned this castle, they're like, what's left in the castle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 Is there any loot? Well, there is loot. <laughs> AKA booty! No. Bam, bam, bam! No. So that's exactly what happened. A no. king from a nearby castle comes to the new kingdom that's been abandoned and he stumbles upon. You know what's interesting? They say um, lifeless. Like, I guess it's a lifeless body. It's technically true, right? 
Yeah, life was about it, right? <laughs> so, because absolutely right, because everyone sucks, and this is the world that we live in, especially in these days. He's like, damn, she's hot, and he definitely rapes her. You now, now, keep, so now, this is where it gets fucking weird. Oh, that's not bad. No, this this like you know, this reminds me. Of, yeah, rape is terrible, of course. This reminds me of like when we were doing the fucking um, stories on. Um, that got ancient gods. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. right? Oh, so mythology. This, mythology. This is what this reminds me of. So, now keep in mind, she's not really dead. Right. She's just in a slumber or a coma, but everyone else, I guess if you're, you know, you're fucking you barge into a kingdom, you're like, what's this girl doing here? And then, yeah, he does his thing. Who's bathing her? Do I? No, no one she's there. there. She's just laying there on the lounge. The king in grabbed his keys they and he slammed her on the way out. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, and by doing that, he gets her pregnant while she's in this coma. Of course Could you imagine waking up pregnant? Like, what the fuck? No, no, no. I have so in, in her slumber. I woke up for several days pregnant, and every time I was like, fuck this. She did. She was like, I know I'm pregnant. Doctors are like, you're wrong. And she was like, fuck this. No, I was making a joke about I woke up pregnant every day for nine months. It's true. Yeah, that's a cool joke. All right, so, <laughs> so while she's sleeping, the king obviously was like, well, this kingdom sucks. And he's like, going home. I can't take her with me because he's married. Cause he's oh, a, of course he is. Yeah, naturally. So he's like, well, you know, maybe I'll come back some other day. <laughs> so she gets pregnant. And because she's not dead, she is getting bigger. I don't know what's providing the nutrients. That's magic, I guess. Yeah. Magical nutrients. Um. So while she is in essentially a coma, the slumbering princess gives birth to twins. What the fuck? The sun and the moon. Were they in the desert? Now, this is where it gets interesting. Now, remember, she is in the slumber because she got a little splinter in her fucking little finger. Mm -hmm. So the babies are born. Wham! Fall out into the lounge. The lounge just ruined mine I had. Gross. (laughs) It was red velvet, so that helps. And the babies, because of we've done animal stories, natural instinct, like, wham, where's the milk? And they wham. crawl up they're, the they're crawling around her, being like, where's the fucking milk party? And they're like, they're sucking on anything they can get their fucking mouths on. And guess what happens? One of those little bastards gets a hold of her finger, gets the splinter out on accident. Oh, my God. Sucks the splinter out oh on accident. She's like, Pruh. I have children, but instinctively knew this is the son of the moon and this is mine. So she got pregnant, has kids. One of the kids, searching for breast milk, sucks the splinter out of the mother's finger and she wakes up. So, (laughs) this is the weirdest. So, while she's sitting there and, like, I guess being like, where did everybody go? How the fuck did I have kids? The king is in the other kingdom, and you guessed it. Bam, 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 bam. I was like, I'm going to go back and get some more sleeping booty. He comes back, and he's like, oh, children. Oh, shit. You had those kids. I guess I I say like that was soon. It was over nine months. Holy shit, her kids. So after a year later, he decides to make a round two. Comes back. She's alive. And now, to be fair, not to be fair, he's like, yo, you are hot, and those are my kids. (laughs) And I can't leave you here. I gotta take you back to my fucking kingdom. You can't right. stay here in this abandoned ass castle. Because that is what every woman wants, is to marry her rapist. Right. Which, did you know there's a Bible scripture that says that? I, yes, I, I don't know. Yeah, that you're supposed to 
That's how you make rape right. You that's uh, marry her. All right, that's well, what every victim wants. That is so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so naturally, the queen and the other castle discovers about his oh, little no. sleeping booty affair. Let me guess. She blames the princess. Well, yeah, so she's like, okay, you're telling me you got this girl pregnant, and now you've got kids? And he's like, yes. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, well, I'm going to fix this shit. So what we're going to do is we're going to take those two kids, and we're going to cook them, what? and you're going to eat them. What? And that's how we're going to fix this shit. And he's how like, How does that fix anything? What she's doing is a power move. Okay. She's like, no, nah, fuck this shit. We're going to banish her to fucking Amanda Cat. And those kids are not going to be real. We're going to eat it. No, you know what? I'm not eating shit. You're going to eat those kids. So she orders the kids to be eaten. And they send the kids to the kitchen. And the cook's like, I've never cooked kids before. <laughs> oh my God. I don't even know how it would happen. I don't even know this is going to be any good. So the guy's like, I'm not going to do it. So he hides the kids. And he's like, this bitch is dumb. And he serves her. He serves the prince or the the king goat. Nice. Mm. Yeah, he's like, ah. he's like, uh-huh. it's like chicken. Yeah, it tastes like Kid. your kids. Kid. But oh, it's goats. So he's like, you know what? These kids aren't too bad. And then all of a sudden, it comes out where like the old fucking Talia is like, "Where's my kids?" Mm. And they're like, "He's like, hey, don't worry, I didn't." Kill him, I served him fucking goat. And about that time, the queen comes in, she's like, goat? <laughs> you served him goat? You were supposed to be eating kids tonight, you fucking idiot. And she storms towards Talia, and the king jumps in. Now, you got to understand, they didn't have stoves back in the day. Uh-huh. They had big wood-burning piles of things that uh-huh. they cooked in pots and things. Right. So she goes to storm, she's like, I'm going to throw this bitch in the fire! And he said, no, I love her! So he grabs his queen, he's like, bitch! And he throws her in the fire. What a nice guy. Yeah, so he saves Talia from being bum-rushed by wow. his actual wife. He tried to make him eat his children, but he had goat instead. But he still ate the goat thinking it was he his He ate meat. the goat. And he still raped the goat. He got a good... Yeah, he's also still a rapist. He's a rapist, he had a goat meal, and he set his wife on fire. Yeah. She died, by the way. Nobody's <laughs> perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then Is some... tender? I'm interested. Some would say they lived happily ever after. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, he would, this is This is my favorite part. Okay. The prince heroically saved his bride <laughs> while the mother jumped to her death in the fire. You know what it was? Is what she was wearing while she was sleeping. It was her fault. You know, it's true. For tempting him. Yeah, looking all scandalous in that right. abandoned castle. Yeah. So what's interesting is in this book in front of me, I read the Sleeping Beauty version. And it is nothing like that. So that is freaky. Well, there's a dragon. Right? Nope, no dragon. But no, there's a dragon. You got to go back to those Chinese manuscripts. Listen, yeah, listen. want the good shit. The 1697 AD shit. Chase didn't speak Mandarin. I do want to tell you some of the things. I can't try. It'll be a, sorry. Yeah, please don't. Um, <laughs> it would be offensive. So what's funny is, yeah, people don't want to do anything offensive on this show. Well, this is a podcast. I don't, I don't want to do anything offensive. Okay. I didn't try to speak Mandarin. I'm you ready. just did like a fucking alarm sound, a fun sound about a woman who got raped, and you. No, 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 no. I did call her sleeping booty. <laughs> right, inappropriate. I did she do was that. A rape victim. But when the rape part came, I I didn't do sound effects. Thank you. I was okay. very respectful when it came to. Okay, the rape. listen. I was. Listen, this is the story, um, in this version that that was interesting. 
there were 13 wise women, but the king only had 12 golden plates, and so he just didn't invite one of Sounds the like a Christmas women. story, Jen. That sounds like, <laughs> you know, let me get your information right. <laughs> but this is what's so fucked up to me. A king, he couldn't come up with one more gold plate, so he thought it'd be fine to just not invite one of the magical women. That so, actually makes sense. So she shows up, no preamble, just walks in, curses her, and walks out because she's pissed. You're a bitch, get a splinter, <laughs> so, die. What was going on? It was not a splinter, it was uh, pricked by the, the wheel, the spinning wheel. The spinning wheel with yeah. the splinter. But what's really weird to me about this is, first of all, remember I said that they start with just random facts. Like, the story starts out with the queen was bathing, and a frog said, you're going to get pregnant. And she did. <laughs> I was like, wait, did the frog impregnate her? And then the acid <laughs> <Right>. wore off. <laughs> right. And then it was like... <laughs> She's in the pond again. (laughs) (laughs) You know, can't you get high between the legs? Well, there's no. That's not true. Wait, no. There's got to be a a, a frog you can lick. There is a frog you can lick. I'm gonna find a frog. You can lick any frog you want. (laughs) No, there's a frog. Not consensual. It's not okay. But I read. I think that you can't even find out. Can you lick the frog? (laughs) You cannot lick the frog's legs without permission. How can it give you permission? Exactly. The frog. It goes exactly. for a bit. Wait. Listen. Can a frog get you high? It's like, <laughs> Wait. I think that was a thing that was happening in like the eighties. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. They I don't were know high and then they thought it was the frog. Okay. Uh, was it Kermit? Wait, wait, wait. Wasn't that um? Wasn't that a uh, episode off of um, Family Guy? Were they looking the frogs? Yeah, yeah that was. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I know that's a thing, but I, I thought it was an urban legend. It probably is. Okay, so listen. <gasps> What? Go ahead. No, no tell me now. No, 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 no. It's I haven't read it all the way. Okay, listen. Yeah, so what you're going to do is read it while I'm talking. Even better. He found frog. No, no, I won't make any more noise. I'm ready. Okay, so listen. In the story that I read, which no one's listening to because Adam and Chase are looking at Chase's phone, um, the, the, the the 12th wise woman, so whoa, the pissed off bitch comes in. The She's 13. like, hey, you're going, your daughter is going to die. And then when she left... The other girl said, I will rescue her. I cannot remove the curse, but I can soften it from death to sleep. But what's interesting in this one is that it wasn't just the princess who fell asleep. The whole kingdom was under the curse. So there was even like a line that says, the cook who was just about to pull the hair of the kitchen boy because he had forgotten something, let him go and went to sleep. And so everybody was like frozen in time. And what else is weird? Like it even says, oh, the king and the queen and everyone in the palace, including the animals and even the flies. But what was weird is they knew that she had this curse on her that would happen on her 15th birthday. And it's like, on her 15th birthday, they happened to leave the palace and left her all alone where she ventured. through. The- I'm like, why would you leave her on any birthday alone at the palace? And then why would this you do it on a thing. day? Yeah, why would you do it on a day when she's supposed to be cursed? Like, you wouldn't try to prevent it or some shit? Oh, I don't want to be cursed. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't want to be cursed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, she was only um, asleep for 100 years. And oh, so, that's it? But what was crazy was it wasn't True Love's Kiss or anything that Briars, in this one, they called her Briar Rose. It was a baby sucking on her finger. No, that one was way more interesting, for sure. But this one, she, the whole castle went to sleep. Briars, like, covered the kingdom, and then princes would try to get in because they heard about her, and then they would die. Ow. I wanted to rape her. No. 
So they all get. Uh, I heard if you Frenched her, she might wake up. Yeah. I just wanted so, to come try. I'm, I'm anyway, just giving my try. So this one friend is like, I will be the one to get through the briars. And his dad was like, no, don't do it. And then he shows up and it just happened that the hundred years was up. So all the briars turned to roses and he walked through and she woke up and he was like, I am the chosen one. She was like, cool. Bro, talking about it. great timing. Probably didn't have a choice. Know, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought the timing thing. But she's a hundred years older than him. You're 115, technically. <laughs> right, yeah. It's cool. What a body of a 15-year-old. Yeah, I don't like this anymore. Yeah. Um, on a side note, my favorite version of Sleeping Beauty is the Maleficent One with the dragon. Movie. Maleficent. The, She's a dragon. Yeah. With Angelina Jolie. Her wings. Spoiler alert if anyone hasn't seen it, but it's been I've out for years. It. Fuck you. I'm sorry. I well, fuck you. <laughs> you can tell me. Because. I'm not ever going to watch it. It's from the perspective of. No one will make you watch it. It's from the perspective of um the. The witch or whatever who yeah she, she gets fucked over she, yeah she really gets fucked over like humans are terrible and they yeah, fuck her over and they blame, and then she taps into her evil because she's angry and yeah. she's like kind of like um anyway the point is but it's really a story not about a love story like between there's a prince in it but it's really about how she hates this little child who is a representation of her betrayal because she was in love with the king mm. and he was in love with her but then he betrayed her so anyway. She um, hates his child and ends up growing to love her separate from that. And so it's really about their relationship. And she calls her Beastie, and it's super cute. I love uh, She tries to stop the curse because she falls in love with the child. Not like falls in love with her, but she loves her. And she tries to stop the curse. But she it's can't. a good movie. You should watch it, honestly. Yeah. Does she turn into a dragon? Yeah, she's got, got she's got dragons. She, you know, she's got big wings. And Actually, stuff. you know what? You really do have to watch it. It's a good movie. I don't want to give away the ending, which is my favorite part. Uh, the, there's a, there's one part I'll tell you about. No, don't do it. Not just the part. It's the small part. It's insignificant. <laughs> so um, why do you want to tell it? It's in the movie, there is a frog. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Cane Toad. And if you lick it, or, it will make you hallucinate. And that's just a part where she was stressed. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, I need to de-stress. She licked okay, the I have, toads. I have one more short story, so you need to go ahead and tell your last one. Well, I think it's your turn. Are we still doing a show? Wait, did I not do one? No. I don't I just, know. You started uh, talking about Rapunzel. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you'll do, a qu- you'll do a really quick one. I'll do a really quick one. Okay, so Rumpelstiltskin, oh, yeah. the yeah, three things going. that are significant about this. First of all, the reason that the daughter, the Miller's daughter, gets into this situation is the Miller was basically like, wanted to impress the king and just lied, poignantly lied, was like, it literally says, once there was a miller who was poor, but who had a beautiful daughter. It happened that he had to go speak to the king, and in order to make himself appear important, he said, I have a daughter who can spin straw into gold. He I mean, just, that sounds like some real right, shit. Right, and then the king's like, we'll prove it. And he was like, if she doesn't do it, she's going to die. He was like, here she is. <laughs> <laughs> do that thing with the gold. I'm going to go get a glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, you know, the story goes that she's trapped in this room, and if she doesn't spin all the straw into gold overnight, then she dies. So she's like, what the fuck am I going to do? It seems reasonable. Right, yeah, naturally. Like, even if you can do it, why would you assume that you could do that much in one night? But okay. So anyway, this little guy shows up and he saves her. He says, hey, you know, you have to give me something. She gives him his necklace. And second night, the king is like, oh my God, they need even more gold because people are greedy. And so the guy comes back and she's like, um, I don't, I have a ring. You can have my ring. So like, okay. The next night, she's got no jewelry left. So he's like, oh, well, you have to give me. Um, your firstborn child. And she's like, I'm going to die if I don't get out of here, so I might as well give him something that I'm never going to have, right? Well, the king, this time, instead of putting her in another room, he's like, you know what? I'm going to marry this bitch because she'll keep me rich. So, yeah, yeah the guy who threatened to kill her, <laughs> so yeah. I, you get to marry me if you can do this one last room, right? So that's fucked up. 
Big brain. Anyway, she marries the king, and they have a child, and of course she's forgotten about her little grief. <laughs> Casually. Forgot. Oops. <laughs> right. so, I'm so busy spinning gold. Right. So the little guy comes back. He's like, "Hey, I want my prize." And she's like, "Oh no, I'm I'm a queen now. I can give you anything else." And he's like, "I I I'm the one that turned the stuff into gold. I don't need money. I want something to love." Yeah. Which is so sad. He was like, "I want like a human. I want someone to love." Oh. Right. See, I, thought the, I thought it was a lot more sinister. Uh, no, I think the quote was like, uh, "Give me what you promise. Something living is dearer to me than all the treasures in the world." And, I'm like, this poor guy, you know, like, right? So, but the funny part is that, um, you know, he makes the agreement. If you can tell me my name, I'll give you three days. And so she's, like, making a list of every possible name. These are her guesses. Are you ready? Frank. Casper. And he says, that's not my name. ghost. Right? (laughs) Wait, this is actually in the book. Okay, are you ready? Short ribs. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So she was going to Applebee's that day. Got it. (laughs) That is not my name. Sheep shanks. Nope. That's, uh, that's the town drunk. Right. Um, oh, sheep shanks. And she said, okay, what about lace leg? Nope. These are terrible <laughs> names. I know, that's not it. You're not even trying. She got drunk. She's like, none of this is going to work. All right. So, anyway, fast forward. She figures out the name because somebody over here is some dancing around a fire or some bullshit. Yeah. Probably. So, this is what's tragic because I really don't feel like this little guy did anything wrong, to be honest. But at the end, she guesses his name. And he says, the devil has told you, cried the little man. And in his anger, he plunged his right foot so deep into the earth that his whole leg went in. And then in rage, he pulled at his left leg so hard with both hands, he tore himself in two. Why was that necessary? Well, anger issues. <laughs> I mean, it seems like an appropriate response. Yeah. I'm be honest. If he's got that type of rage, he probably doesn't need a child. So just to be clear, the Miller's daughter was innocent in all of this. But the king gets away with gold. And a wife. Because he was a white king. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. And then the Miller's daughter is, I mean, whatever, but the Miller's, um, the actual Miller just, yeah, gets to have a queen for a daughter. He was so. a man in the old times, so but therefore. This, <laughs> yes, but this little man who just wanted a human living thing to love and didn't need treasure is like, haha. Well, that's what you get for being short. <laughs> also, you shouldn't, I guess, try to take babies. Okay. Or also have the name Rumble Stillskin or Short Ribs. Yeah. Please, I want everybody to refer to short me ribs. as Short Ribs from now on. Short Ribs. And if you don't, I'll steal your children. <laughs> Please, I've got one. <laughs> Hi, Chase. Here's Call me Short Rib. <laughs> lace leg. <laughs> Call me Lace leg. Only, only when I'm sexy. Okay. Yeah. Um, so... Sheep shank. This a little thing on uh on old um uh, oh my god. Do I uh, farm? Moo. Yeah. <laughs> Look I'm Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is great. <laughs> Let's keep this up. I love the energy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Moo and short rib. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. So this is about old Peter Pan. Oh, oh Peter Pan. Peter Was it Peter Pan the bad guy? Not the oh. peanut butter guy. Yes, he was the peanut butter guy. He's the bad guy. Is he? Peter Pan? Peter Pan. Did he, like, steal kids and pick their youth or some shit? Well, not technically, but... Captain, this is probably not cool. So, Peter Pan (laughs) had a friend named Captain Hook, who was also in the story. Peter Pan debuted as an infant in The Little White Bird. You ever read it? No. Because you're not your little... Peasants, yep. <laughs> cultured. Okay. You never read the story, nope. Little White Bird. Um, well, it was released in 1902, so oh, get on racist. it. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, 
And then later on, you know, they had the place and they had Peter Pan or the boy who wouldn't grow up, which sounds just like people having trouble with children. Or they're like, I'm gonna write a play. He won't grow up. Yeah. Let's write a book. Um, yeah, basically they <laughs> made a book. Um, now we know Peter doesn't want to grow up, but when, wait, is it a sex joke? Peter who won't grow up? We're talking about penis? Yeah. Erectile dysfunction is not a joke. <laughs> <laughs> he would have worn a blue outfit. <laughs> it's not the same. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we all know that Peter didn't want to grow, but... That's <laughs> 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 stupid. Poor little Peter. <laughs> but what Disney doesn't mention... <laughs> Is the length <laughs> to which he's willing to go to fight it. <laughs> a lot of if your Peter lasts more than four hours. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I don't know how to keep going from here. Here we are. Just Neverland. Right. So. Um, to Jen's credit, they, they assumed that Mr. Pan was more more villainous and mischievous mm-hmm. than he was as the loving boy yeah. that we all know him to be in the more modern day. Um, so there's a, an excerpt that is um, that they put in here that kind of gives you like a little detail of what, what was really going on on that island. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it not like there's no penis. Them? Stop. What is it, Lord of the Flies? Yeah. Okay. All right, so they kill a person with a rock in that movie, and in the book, which and in the book. Speaking of I don't rocks, read. <laughs> the boys on the island vary, of course, in numbers according as they get killed and so on. Great. So when they seem to be growing up, which is against the rules, Peter <gasps> Peter thins them out. That is sinister. But as the time. Um, there were six of them counting twins. Wait so, a minute, how old is Peter? Is he like an old man still in kids, or is he also a child? Well, they don't, they don't have pictures, I don't think. <laughs> then we would know, <laughs> right? tell us it doesn't, story? it doesn't say, like, Peter was an old man well, stealing Jimmy, children. You hit 13. But Congratulations. It does say that as, as kids started growing up on his island, where he said growing up wasn't allowed, he killed them. He sent them out. Wow. Yeah, he's like, no, there'll be no old men on this island. There will be no boomers here. Was a pervert who murdered his victims? I, I mean, here's the Why thing. Why does he need children on his island? I don't know, but you're making him to be an old guy, and the Peter that we all know is a young boy. Okay, I'm just saying. Except in the Robin what Williams version. Peter Pan grows up. I don't think he does. He followed his own rules. Uh, he would have killed himself. Duh. Rules are rules. He's so he's aware of how to not grow up, but he doesn't share that secret, and then when you grow up, you die? Yeah. He sounds like a dick. Yeah. Anyways, Peter kills the lost boys to keep them from aging. Yikes. So then they're eternally, forever children. lost children. Ooh. That's why they're, they're lost. Yeah. lost. Oh, God, that is right? really dark. Yeah. Um, so while we like to think that Pam is obsessed with youthfulness, in fact, he's obsessed with death. <gasps> it's believed this comes from, um, this is the old one, Barry's own childhood experience of losing his brother. This is one of the ones that wrote, that wrote one of the earlier versions. Mm-hmm. So that's where I think um, the concept behind Peter Pan mm-hmm. originated from. Um, Barry's work includes um, scenes including Wendy, who nearly dies from being shot with an arrow, if you all remember that. Mm-hmm. Peter being left to drown. Hook you know, being even eaten by a crocodile. Um, and all that fun shit, but... So, was Wendy, I guess, in the original, and she was the only girl allowed? 
Um, oh, it doesn't say that girls weren't allowed on the island. Uh, I guess lost boys, so... Yeah, well, you know, it's kind of like saying Coke. Is it? Yeah, she was like the Mountain Dew. <laughs> but, you know... Where does Tinkerbell come in? Yeah, is there a fairy? Because well, I know in the movie she tries to murder Wendy with an arrow. Jealousy. Because she's... Mm-hmm. A bitch. Mm-hmm. And love. Love will make you do crazy things. She followed the rules. She like, stayed a young Tinkerbell. Get rid of your mermaid tail. Anyways, the fact that he thinned off lost <laughs> boys is the only thing I wanted to reveal. Yeah, that's pretty tragic. And bam, 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 bam. Oh, he can fly. Yay. Ah! <clears throat> All right. Isn't that a movie? The Lost Boys. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's a vampire. Oh, we should watch that. No, they remade it. Not the, not the new one. No, they're saying they're working on a potential remake. Why? It's not gonna have Kiefer Sutherland. Uh, Why did they fuck with a good I don't, shit? Listen, I'm here for it. I no. like the Lost Boys original, but I think enough time has passed that if they don't fuck it up, they could do a good version. Or they could. But the original has Corey Feldman. I know that's gonna be hard to. I guess we're Yeah. We should watch the goodies. Yeah. It's, it's not a Halloween movie. You're a Halloween movie. Thank you. I'll all eat right. you. Okay. <laughs> I'll cook you. You know, all in a fairy tale. Yeah, I looked at um, Hansel and Gretel. Hansel and Gretel. Hansel? I, I read different versions of that one, too. Yeah, but it's basically the version that we're used to. And the Emperor's New Clothes, I read that one. And it's pretty sure. I read they were in the woods because they were abandoned. They, they were. They the were. stepmother. They yeah, them. they couldn't feed them. They couldn't um, afford to feed them. Yeah. They couldn't, they couldn't feed them. They couldn't feed them. They couldn't feed them. They couldn't afford to feed them. They couldn't afford to feed them. And they didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Caught the baddest by a witch. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I also read um, Little Red Riding Hood, but it was actually called Little Red Cap. I wrote read some of those, too. And uh, one thing that was interesting was that the wolf ate the grandmother and Red Riding Hood, and the uh, huntsman or lumberjack or whatever came in, and he's like, oh, I'll use these scissors. While the wolf is sleeping, he won't notice. He cuts the little hole, and they pop out, and they're like, oh, he was so dark in there. And yeah. they put stones in his belly instead. To make so him feel like they're so... When he woke up, mm. he couldn't um, run away. Yeah. And, like, he was sleeping through all that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I read a version where after he, he'd already eaten Grant, <laughs> and when riding, I got there, and he's like, oh, this is a little bitch. So he, like, pretended to be Grandma for a long time and made her fat, um, and then was like... I'm going to eat you now that you're fat. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what the witch did in Hansel and Gretel. Yeah, yeah, fat in the You kind of deserve to be eaten by a wolf if you think it's your grandmother for a long enough time to get fat. <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah. We don't know what the grandmother looked like, so. Well, a fat wolf, I guess. <laughs> Very lady. Yeah. Anyways, I think that's all we got today of uh, gruesome fairy tales. Neat. All right. Really? Skinny, did eat, neat. neat. Bap. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for me to pick a winner. It's going to be actually kind of difficult this time because you both uh, you both uh, brought brought yeah, things to my attention. Yeah, you brought more shit than I thought. To be honest, I was expecting you to bomb. Yeah, <laughs> me too, actually. But instead, you found out that I was the bomb. Oh, <gasps> right. Whoa. Interesting. Mm. Okay. Mm. Well, this you just is... blew it. All right. Wait. You know what? <laughs> that makes my decision easier. Jennifer's the winner. <laughs> All I had to do was keep talking. I could have came up with more jokes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, thank you. Yours were definitely more thorough. I appreciate that. Yeah. I probably took too long with The Little Mermaid, but... Feels good to hear you say that. I'm allowed to have that. No, I'm just playing. So, I mean, The Little Mermaid is your thing. Thank you. Yeah. She also bought the entire book for yeah. reference instead for sure. of a phone, like yeah. some people. No, she used her phone, too. And a book. And a fucking drink. I read, actually, I also had... To wet a whistle. I have also some library books from original fairy tales. I got really into this one, so, like... You know. Yeah, she was telling stories 
of, of the olden tales before this podcast was even a thing. You were researching yeah. for like three days. <laughs> More like three to years. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, so thanks for the win. It feels good. I trained for a while. That's all I'm going to say. And I'm going to go take a nap now. appreciate it. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Adam, can you play me some just like background tunes while I say this part? Thank you so much for listening, team. Um, don't go to the blog. There's nothing there. Why do you keep throwing me under the bus? See? <laughs> I miss one And don't week. go to YouTube because we're not recording it. And it feels good to be alive and to be here with you. And Adam has words of wisdom for you before we leave. Um, I really hate it. Adam, get on uh, a joke, then. A joke? I can, I can do a joke. Uh, yes, here we go. Wait, wait. Oh, here we go. This no, you don't, you don't understand. You don't understand. I know you're excited, and that makes me excited. You don't understand how good this joke is. Before you go and before you leave, you're going to listen to this joke, and you won't regret it. Adam is excited. Here we go. I asked an Englishman, a Frenchman, a Spanish man, and a German if they could see me. They responded, yes, we see ya. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> there you go. And we are done. Nope. <laughs> yep. See you later. Thanks right. for listening. We appreciate you. Okay. Be sure to like and share with your friends. We love you.